And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as... The I'll Watch It Later podcast. Ever heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast, a podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to impress our friends. As always, I'm Aaron, uh, joined by my best friend, asshole guy who <laughs> stacks fucking boxes. He's a pile of garbage. So see, he stacks garbage because he is garbage. Jordan. You mispronounced Scott. Hi, everybody. I'm not the and, asshole this week. And uh, I feel good. It's the same day. <laughs> yeah. uh, Scott, my producer, brother-in-law, best friend, and all-around guy. Fantastic guy. Scott. It's me. Scott. Scott. All right. We, uh, you know. Did some stuff. Watch some movies. <laughs> Guess what? It's another fucking baseball movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, starting I'm sure I gave it a great score after last week. Anyways. It feels so long ago. <laughs> uh, Scott, have you watched anything this week? Nothing this week. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Can, can somebody out there. No, no, no. He saw Pearl. Create a tally. I mean, yes. I went to the movie that we saw. Yes. That we will get into. But other than that, no. Yeah. Uh, yes. Somebody tally up how many weeks Scott just refuses to watch. It's weird. You could say the term slinging bread, and you would think, oh, he's throwing money around. No, he's literally slinging bread. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's his job. And he does nothing else. He's like, I have to just sit here in the darkness and watch TikToks. I cannot watch movies, yep. even though I'm on a movie podcast. TikToks okay. are the way. It's okay. He's the everyman. Not everybody watches movies like we do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but he barely watches movies. Yep. He's the everyman. <laughs> I'm the every guy. Stop it. Stop leaning into it. It's bad. We like it. <laughs> That's why you brought me here. I figured you'd watch some movies, sir. I do watch movies. Yeah, you don't. Did I not go to two fucking movies with you? You'd, uh, Again, I mean, yeah. past nine o'clock, this man. Yeah. And he w- stayed awake. <laughs> he did. Maybe I don't he know did. how did he did you it. Stay awake during Pearl? Yeah. The whole time? The whole time. There's All right. A couple moments. There's a, there's a couple moments every now and then where like your breathing changes a little bit, and without looking over, I think Aaron, you notice Aaron that fell too. Sleep. I same thing. I didn't and, fall and asleep I, last night. No, I know, I know. Oh. It's just that the way your breathing changes sometimes, like it almost sounds like you you fall asleep. Because oh, I've been I'm, in movies where I'm you've fat. fallen asleep, <laughs> and I'm not trying to insult you. It's but the same there, breathing. There's just there's every now and then you, your breathing changes, and I'm like, I could tell. Oh, Aaron I could tell in a heartbeat the minute Aaron dozes off. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep last night. I no, think you I did a couple times. I, I honestly did it. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. Because I, I the breathing changed. I I'm I'm funny. I, I think it's just because I'm fat cause and I it. drank two lemonades. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you it was like what? a sugar. I I have thing. to say high five to you. We saw two movies back to back. And I went to the bathroom between movies, and I didn't see you go in there once. I don't think you he got did. up to go to the bathroom. No, at I remember all I went movies. to the bathroom between movies as well. He did go between. I remember, oh, I had you watching my soda. Oh, that's right. When yeah. I was buying my ticket. Okay, you're right. Um, you didn't get up once during the two movies, and I don't think I've ever gone to a movie with you where you haven't at least gone up once. Yeah, well, you're sometimes I just bladder. sometimes I just get up to. It was literally the stretch, biggest fucking soda I've ever seen. The tankard. I, I'm literally. I, <laughs> I, I hate. Handle on it. I hate getting up to go pee during a movie, but sometimes. But like as I can I, see during Clerks, but as I, I thought you would have gotten. Up as I get movies. early, as I get older, just there's. I rather be comfortable than be. Yes. Uh, you know, than just sit I there just and be like, because towards the end of Pearl, I was hurting. I had to. I had to leak. But we left. <laughs> I had him stop by. Uh, I'm I had to. We had to stop by QT on the way home, and uh, yeah, take care of some business because I had to pee really bad. But uh, yeah, I uh, three minutes from the house. Right. He's well, like, I wanted to stop. I wanted to look for the Voodoo Mountain Dudes oh, yeah. for the show too. And dude, funniest thing ever happened. Scott walks over the cooler. Don't got him because I'm peeing. I was like, oh really? So I walked over there just to see. It's a whole row. There was three <laughs> rows. Three rows. Dude, I walk over and I see like the regular Mountain Dews and I see like the uh, the spark is in there and yeah, I just happen to look up and I'm like, I don't see anything else. So I just kind of walked away. I mean, I knew Aaron would go back over and double over it anyways, but yeah. I well, mean, I mean, it is white and you know, Scott, you know, he doesn't see color. So. <laughs> I don't. I don't. He's like, what? It's not in a green bottle? <laughs> Everybody is. Everybody's part of my world. Right. <laughs> Rainbow Coalition. Of uh, so did you watch anything this week? Um, I did. Uh, I know we touched on last week uh, with when we talked about Clerks. I watched Clerks 2. Um, funny every time I watch it. It gets funnier, honestly. 
Um, in, a, in a weird way, I, I decided to throw on Robocop, that remake from 2014. And, I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, I love the original. It's so campy. Paul Verhoeven just made such a wild movie. This one wasn't as bad the second viewing than I originally saw it in the theater. Like, I wanted more out of it. It wasn't the greatest thing to watch in the theater, but when I rewatched it, there was something about it that actually, I was sitting there watching and actually enjoying myself, hmm. which is weird because it's not a good movie by any stretch of the way. I but, liked it. But, uh, but I didn't he, hate it. But here's why I liked it. Love Robocop. When I got home from Afghanistan, it was the first film I saw in the theaters. First film I went and saw in the theaters was RoboCop. 2014. Yeah, uh, when I got back home, home. It wasn't technically the first movie I went and saw in the theaters because I was in stupid Texas forever. But when I like was yeah, able Texas. to live my life again, I went and saw it in the theaters. And I was like, I like this. And, and I do. I, did, I, I liked it. It wasn't bad. Michael so, Keaton I, was... I, I was just kind of meh on that one yeah because it's, it's I, very I have such mad, a soft spot for the original oh yeah you know it's it's it, one of my earliest kind of stack up one know? of my earliest like movie watching memories aside from like you know back to the future and, and indiana jones and all that stuff is i remember this was after my parents had divorced and my dad had taken us the good dark good times <laughs> no i'm just saying like he had taken he wasn't exactly attentive as far as anymore you know, letting me not watch stupid shit. So we were in a hotel room. We were on our way. He was taking my sister. We went down to Tijuana. And we were in a hotel in San Diego. And he watched the original RoboCop on pay-per-view back when it just released. And that movie, when RoboCop takes his car and hits that dude that was being melted by acid. And he just splatters across <laughs> the fucking windshield. Fucked me up when I was little. And I wanted all the toys. I had an Ed 209 toy. And then I'm sitting here as an older person going, why the fuck were we marketing children's toys for R-rated fucked up <laughs> we movies? We used to do that. They had a Predator, video game. Uh, Robocop. Dude, I collected Predators and Aliens, and oh, I yeah. never even saw the movies until I was older. That's what I'm saying. Like We push toys for things that kids aren't even allowed to watch, and I don't know why, but I remember loving the fucking gun Robocop oh, had in this. Yeah. And he would do the little flip thing and put it in. I'm just... I love the original so much. In fact, it's bummed me out that I haven't purchased in a 4K yet. I might have to go do that when I get I'm like, done with here. But the it's, it's so as, as old as I am, and I saw some video of some dude making a RoboCop cosplay, oh. and I'm like, oh, I'd love You're to like, get that. Yeah, <laughs> he was talking about his penis and his mouth. It's I would love to get that penis in my mouth. No, it was, just, it was like, that'd be so cool yeah. to dress up like RoboCop. So neat. Like, just... <laughs> just my inner child. But yeah, watching the second one, uh, watching this remake was... It was interesting this time around because I think it was just in, I was in a different headspace. You know, it was just like I, I don't care if it's bad or good. I just wanted something on, and I found myself kind of just staring at my phone because I had it on while I was working. I'm just kind of staring at it, watching, going, I don't know why I didn't like this as much as I did. Because the like, internet just, told you not to. No, and I don't like using the internet for those reasons. I don't. I I never let them form my opinion. But I remember seeing it in the theater. Me and my brother went, and I just walked out going, it was okay. It was just, eh. Like, I get it. They did a lot of little nods, and they did this, and it's like, oh, he was chrome, but then they made him black to make him different, but then at the end, he's chrome again. It's like, yeah, he's RoboCop. I just, there was something, I felt like it was almost too polished of a movie because the other one felt very gritty and real and physical, even Did it when, feel real when he's falling down the steps? Yes, so great. <laughs> um, with the Ed 209. Yeah. He's all fucking like rotoscoped in, like in the Harryhausen movies, all the model. <laughs> but I I just, you know, I, I watched that and I, you know, I liked it this time around. It was fun. And then what else did I watch? I watched uh, Highlander. I kind of, I was just in a mood for like some like, Turn your brain off action movies, and oh, I forget I how much term. I just love Highlander. I'll always tell you how much I hate that term. Turn, Turn your brain, your brain off. Oh, shut up. It, not when it comes to movies. It's not Sometimes not acceptable you can. criticism. Sometimes you can just sit there and enjoy watching something play out and, and you not could, have And you could half pay attention. That's that's kind of why I did it. And still get the gist of the movie. You know Highlander 4K is coming. I know. I'm so excited. Well, you can't watch it again. I'll watch it again. No, you can't. I'll watch it again later. No, you won't. I'll fuck. I love that movie. And I, I have a soft spot for the second one just because, A, they put out a shit product the first time around, and then they did a director's cut that fixed all the bullshit. So I've seen both cuts. I love them. I even love the third one with Mario Van Peebles. It's a terrible movie, but I, I'm a sucker for the Highlander series. I watched the... Uh, I've seen every movie because it, it, most of them went straight to DVD after, I think, the third one. 
Um, and I was working at Hollywood, no, so I would always watch Awakening them. was in the theater. I know that for a fact. Was that the one with the, the Highlander TV show Highlander was in it as well? I think so. Okay. I don't remember going, but I remember watching it on video. Um, but I love it. I used to watch the series for a while. I used to. I'm like, you guys are all Highlanders, and you have to kill each other, but you're all best friends and shit. <laughs> Fucking cut some heads off, motherfuckers. Like... When I, I when I were, lived in uh, Tolleson, I would always go to the mall, Desert Sky Pavilion Mall, and uh, I would watch every movie in the fucking theater. And I remember seeing Highlander, like Awakening or something. There. Weird. It was weird. That's it wasn't weird. a good movie. I no, it's, I, it feels that because to me that plot and that whole crossover with the TV show felt like it should have been a straight to DVD. Get the series, like you know how they always make those like movies to start off a series. Like, that's what it should have been. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. None of them are great movies. No. Highlander 1 is. Highlander 1, it's, there's It's a some fun movie shit. to watch. It's not a good movie. Highlander 2 is garbage. I don't agree with you on that, but I, whatever. They even admit it's garbage. No, it, it is. The original cut is garbage. The sec, the sec, When they redid it and fixed all the bullshit about it, making them aliens and weird shit, like, oh, my God. Michael Ironside is in it. Like, it's, it's a serviceable movie when you, they fixed it. But no, it's a shit movie. <laughs> like it's, it's not good. But I, yeah, that's what I watched. I, I just, I wanted. I think I wanted just some, you know, hang out, watch some action movie type shit, and I had a fun time doing it. And I want to try to find some more things to just kind of veg out and watch. Yeah, I, um, I watched a bunch of new stuff because that's what I seem to do. Because I'm trying to get it all in. Uh, but not as much as like I texted you the other day. Not not even close to what I wanted to oh, watch. Oh, there was a list. list that I had that I never hit. Um, but I did get to see a movie that I've been wanting to see for a while, and I just never got the chance to go to the theater to see it. But uh, Emily the Criminal with uh, Audrey Plaza, movie's a fifty. It's so good. Um, it's funny to me because all these people are always like, "Oh, you don't like female protagonists because you hate She-Hulk." Do a female protagonist right, and they're awesome. This movie is it's not bad. It's you're a misogynist. That's yeah, why. of course. You hate women. Um, <laughs> like this movie is about Audrey Plaza. She has like kind of a, a checkered past. Some stuff on her record that's just like keeping her from accelerating to the next level in like business and stuff. So she has to take like crappy jobs, and uh, she one of her buddies gives her this number. She starts falling into this like criminal syndicate type thing with like identity theft, and it gets like really crazy. She decides to go out on her own and do it. And uh, the movie just it it really you know she's really good in it, and she really breaks away from all the uh, previous characters she's played, where it's all like slapstick and you know just I don't know yeah Parks for a long and time Rec. yeah Parks and yeah. Rec and the movie we watched and, and some of those other ones where she's just like screaming or she's the dark girl and yeah. things like that she's kind of broken away with a few of those movies and uh, and honestly I I think this is one of the best movies of the year I would love for you guys to check it out I know Scott won't because it, it. Um, later uh, no roll credits uh, anyways uh, um, so honestly like I it's one of the best movies of the year like I'm not even it has the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy in it that plays like Juice or whatever his name was. Okay, what was his? What was that guy's name? Sounds like Theo something or other. Theo Rossi. Yeah, yeah Theo, Theo Rossi. But that's yeah, that's who he is, and he's he's like the main criminal, and it kind of goes in this like full circle direction. Oh, that's cool. and it's really really good. And then um, I did watch Breaking. Uh, another. I didn't know it was a true story when I watched it until the end. What's this uh, one? This is John Boyega plays uh, Break it, the, the breakdancers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dun, cool. It's the remake of Breaking and Breaking Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. It, yeah, I love that movie. No, so um, it's uh, it play. He plays a an actual vet who gets kind of fucked over for money. Uh, Animal doctor for all these of you. Out no, there. a veteran, a veteran. <laughs> and uh, what's that guy's he name? He's, he's, oh man, I gotta look this up because I love this guy. He's in it. And he's really it's the good. Best part he's of the, the show. dude from The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to say Michael Williams. I don't think that's Michael right. Michael K. Williams, the guy that died? Michael Kenneth Williams, yeah. Ma- Michael Jai No, <laughs> Michael. I'm kidding. Yeah. It's a joke. So yeah, it was. I was. Oh, I didn't know he died. He like overdosed. Yeah. Uh, so it's John Boyega, Michael Williams, and it's about this uh, It's about this guy. Um, God dang it. That's funny. He was in uh, Robocop that I just watched. Did, was he? Yeah, he was Lewis. Was he the bad guy? No, he was the, the partner. You know, like in the first, the original movie, it was that woman. And she played his partner originally. This one, uh, they switched it to for a black guy. So it was Michael K. Williams. Oh, okay. So it's um, Brian Brown Easley. And I guess it's based on a true story about this guy who 
kind of went into a Wells Fargo in, in Georgia and said he had a bomb, but he didn't really have a bomb. And he's trying to, like, get the vet. All he wanted was his story told, so I guess they made this movie. And I find it interesting because Boyega is such a voiceless voice in Hollywood now. He's just, like, all over the place with, like, race and stuff like that. And um, I, I thought it was good. I thought the director of this was uh, made some really odd choices, whereas Boyega gives, like, a fucking incredible performance that his... <laughs> his directing choices kind of ruin it because it makes oh, it turns it into this like you know what remind me of John Q I love John Q and it's a, a, but it's like a real John Q and um Boyega's doing his like best and like the director's like that's cool I'm gonna See, totally I, fuck it with these weird edits and I this. really like Boyega like people like to give him crap for the Star Wars movies and think that was his like big thing no right. it's not like Attack, Attack the, Block. the Block is a yeah. fucking 10 like I love that movie apparently he's in that new movie The Woman King The Warrior Queen is the, uh, the Woman was, King The Warrior Queen Warrior King it's The wo- Woman King The Warrior King The Woman Queen Samsonite you keep saying it just keep <laughs> repeating it it's The Warrior King uh huh bet me <clears throat> Bet me lunch for a month and a half. Please, I can't afford that. <laughs> you want to bet? It's the Warrior Queen, like I just said. You're so wrong. I'm looking at it right fucking Yeah, show me. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking. It's fine. He's like, I'm going to keep Googling until yeah. I find I'll it. Google they it. really pushed that film down our throats. Scorpion King, that's what it was. <laughs> I was way, way off. off. The Woman King. The Woman King, see? Is it the Woman King it's or the, the Warrior King? King? It's the Woman King. So you're wrong, I'm wrong. No one's. No, I did say the Woman King at some point. It's the Billy Jean King. Bet me. Anyway, Billy Jean King. Play it back, Scott. I'll <laughs> um, never do that. So I'm safe. I, I know. <laughs> You'll have to wait till the episode comes out. Uh, he'll edit just that part out because he won't do anything else. <laughs> Please do. Uh, Samsonite. I also watched. Three thousand years of longing. Did you finish it? I finished it. Okay, because we talked about it last time. Uh, I started it. It's. It is what it is. I didn't. George Miller's a fucking weirdo. Man. He is. I don't understand it. Apparently, he based it off of a very small, like a small story, a short story that he read about genies and stuff. And it's the all gin. Yeah, and it's all about fucking. It's all about this genie fucking. And yeah. I don't care. And at the end, I didn't care. And I didn't think he was attracted to Tilda Swinton. And she's annoying in this movie. Oh my god! And so I just just starts off annoying. And I don't. Like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't see. I don't understand what he was going for. You know what I mean? Like this it man, felt. Well, this man does things like you know he'll make uh, things like the babe. World Warrior and and things like that. And you're like okay, Charlotte's Web, I think. And then he does stuff like uh, like it was Babe Penguin, like so that, that oh, Penguin feet, movie. There's like Happy feet. feet and like this movie, and it's like he doesn't have a lane that he wants to stay in. <laughs> like he's all over. And this movie, it, it's it starts out. I mean, it's pretty. It's got some re- weird and kind of interesting visuals, but it wasn't holding me. Like I had to turn it off. I couldn't finish watching it. I'm gonna go back and probably finish it, but I I don't know how you did. The it ending all. is really weird and stupid. It's like he's a mythical being, but he's being killed by the <laughs> uh, like electromagnetic field caused by. Uh, televisions and cell phone and I'm just like alright dude and I just call Saul no I didn't I didn't really (laughs) care for I love Idris Alba and I didn't really care for him in this film and I just thought Tilda Swinton was super fucking annoying and it's all about like oh I can't make wishes because when has this ever been a good idea and it's all about logic and stuff like that she's very she's very like uh, introverted and always does her own thing but she's part of these this group that tells stories and does a convention in like Istanbul and finds this one thing that happens to have a gin in it and it's it's so weird and I, I, I just heavy handed. It's very <laughs> it's so far from what I've watched, yes, you're right. Um I, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't think it I can see why needs no to exist. Yeah, it, it doesn't it's nothing original and it's nothing worth talking about. So I, I, the trailer sold it a lot better than the movie is selling it to me. Yeah, it's just other stories about other people about the Idris Alba's character and you don't care. Uh, so I that that was the other. Did movie. you watch Beast at all? No, I was gonna watch it. That's another Idris. It's Alba. being it's being touted as a horror film. That's I, it. Reminds me of like horror uh, or horrible. <laughs> horror. It kind of gives me a um, what it was that uh, fuck Val Kilmer movie, um, the ghost and the ghosts in the darkness the mixed with like darkness, Cujo. Yeah. Like that's the vibe I'm getting from this and uh, I'll probably watch it so we can you know have something to talk about later but yeah I saw a trailer for it 
when it released about what two three weeks ago into the theaters and it just i'm like this looks horrible <laughs> like, only thing i only story i got out of it was his daughter like was trying to get in the movie and they wouldn't cast her and i guess she got mad at him for yeah. not like vouching and she, he's like you weren't good enough. You, were, you, we, you didn't have the ke- you didn't have the chemistry to be my daughter. Yeah, so <laughs> like, I just I I thought that was a good story too. I'm like she lost out playing his daughter because the chemistry wasn't there. I'm like <laughs> fuck right, yeah. fucking kids. So yeah, that's what I watched this week, and then all of us got a chance to go see the new A24 Ty West flick. Pearl, the sequel to, to X. Well, no, the prequel. prequel. The pre- prequel. Well, yeah, sorry, prequel, prequel. to X, which there came out earlier this year. So I'm. It's just. It's amazing how quickly he was able to turn that around and get this out to theaters. And then, yeah, we're gonna well, get a uh, third. It's probably already in the works. You don't know the story about this. I know that they filmed it all during like the pandemic, and so it just kind of they flew out back to, to back New back. Zealand to film X. Yeah. Well, when you get to New Zealand, there. They have to quarantine for two weeks. Right. So they, while they were quarantined for two weeks, X had already been written. Right. So him and Mia Goff, the the, right. the chick who's in it, wrote uh, Pearl while they were quarantined. After the movie was, after they were done shooting X, which they did in like 20 days. Right. They stayed for an extra week and shot Pearl. Makes sense. And, and, <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm what? Not, no, I'm just, no, no, no. no okay, we no. already explained this? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it makes sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's, so, it shows. Uh, so I just, uh, I, I like that story. I like it's the neat. whole, whole thing. I, go ahead and shit on it so I can tell you why I loved it. No, no. <sighs> Ty West for me has been one of those hit and miss guys. Okay. Where we watched The House of the Devil, which I, admittedly didn't enjoy as much as you and Scott did this movie feels like that where there was a lot of just fucking scenery up until we finally got some story and that's what was hard about this movie because the other movie the beginning was a snail race oh my god snail race. and it, I didn't connect with the characters as much as I'd wanted to especially knowing she's an old woman who's gonna go fucking people later on in an X so where X did the whole uh, you know, gritty Texas chainsaw thing. All the characters were very interesting. There was a lot of things to want to know about them. There, it was cool to see everything play out. And I really enjoyed X. This, I didn't enjoy as much. Um, and it mainly boils down to, I didn't care enough about the story. Like I just fucking didn't care. And, and it sucks because the movie is gorgeous. It is a technicolor. It looks like a 1920s, 1930s, bright shiny you know uh wizard of oz after she gets the ruby slippers type situation where the 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 saturation is just ramped up everything is bright and happy but it's i can't even say horror because it wasn't like a horror i think it was a drama thriller drama thriller slasher some parts of it that got it ramped up a little bit into that kind of horror area When you get it by, I think you get past that halfway point where it just, it fucking crawls up to that point. And when she starts really kind of like mentally breaking down, yeah, you get that where, you know, you got the parents, you got all the weird stuff kind of happening and she's kind of turning. It's like, that is when it kind of, and then all of a sudden it stopped again. <laughs> like, and then it was just like, okay, we're done with that whole part. Now we're going to like. Aaron turns to me halfway through after she's had like her second breakdown and she's like screaming where he goes, oh, they should have just called this women, the movie. <laughs> I, just, I just, I had to sit there and laugh during the whole fucking thing. Well, like, cause it's true. Like, she's like, you know, screaming at the guy. Why are you Hot mad and cold, at me? Man. Blah, blah, blah. And, um, so I, that's fair. I mean, I totally get it. I, I'm just going to let you know right now. I am a sucker for Ty West. I think he's really good at what he does. Uh, I heard many things about this before I saw it. Uh, Eli Roth apparently stood up and said he saw during the premiere of X said he saw Pearl and was like, it's even better than X. Um, Uh, Now I don't necessarily think that Pearl is better than X. However, I do think it's very good. And uh, for all the reasons you hated it, I think are a lot of the reasons I liked it. It, you know, you're right. It's very beautiful and Technicolor, and it, it's a love letter to Hollywood in the, that time. I love that, like, like the pearl, red, yeah, and quotes and like the way they did the 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 beginning like um, credits, and it was very old Hollywood. Yeah, and and I, I was just all for that, and I love that. But I think that there is a scene in this movie that sets it apart from a ton of different 
horror films and it's when she is talking to Mitzi at the table. I love that scene. And uh, I thought that that made that movie like it solidified everything that happened before it. I was like that is fucking awesome. I'm wondering how many takes that took because that uh, looked like a one camera no yeah, panning, it no cuts there were just no cuts. straight dialogue. So and, for the average guy yeah, you Mia, Mia Goth in this movie is actually fantastic. Yeah, she's, she's great. She is better than she was in X. This movie kind of really busts out her like her chops, her acting chops, for yeah. acting. And it, I don't know if she'll get nominated for anything as far as any kind oh, of I actress stuff. No, they Such don't a, like horror but, movies, but that's kind of what stuff. those are the type of performances that actually should get nominated because oh. she was actually really good. She goes zero to crazy on carried, a dime, and she, she does carried this movie. Well, she had to. She's literally yeah. the only one on screen almost ninety nine percent. Yeah, of the I mean, time. she carried the fucking story because at some points the story was just not there and I mean her craziness I mean and that that fucking end credits oh where dude, she the just end credits stares is one of the you. best so <laughs> I, I that was not that was I didn't insane. expect that the, and, and she just fucking starts crying and like her best eyes are rolled together. I mean seen. it's it's super uncomfortable but you know what I thought was crazy is her you, you yeah, well, her, <laughs> yeah but you know like so I'm just gonna spoil this if you haven't seen it go see it um Howard comes home, and if you've seen X, Howard is the husband in X who's helping her like kill people and like kind of giving her the you know the, the the talk like oh you are beautiful. How does he get involved? And that's, you know what I mean. And this is where my gripe is: is that we're getting a third movie, but it takes place in 1985, and it deals with her character from X. I want to see the shit that happened between 1918 yeah. and 1979, because how the fuck did he deal with that crazy shit? How the hell did he let this go on? And what the fuck happened between? There is a better story, I think, in that portion than we're ever going to see. That's and the that's, story, yes. It's killing me because, like, you could have condensed this movie down a little bit, told a little bit how she went a little crazy, did all some shit, bring him back, and then tack on an hour of right, some more shit of that happened after the fact. I agree. And we're not getting that. And that's where my gripe is, is that I feel like they left a lot of story off the table. Like, this was a great showpiece for her acting ability. Good for her. She did great. But there was something lacking for me. And I didn't care that I, you know, if they didn't have a lot of gory kills. Like, that's not what I was going for. I, I heard this was very Technicolor and crazy, and that's what I wanted to see. And I got that. I just, I feel like there's so much more that they could have done that I didn't get. Yeah, I... I just I enjoyed it for what it was. It kind of it shows what like her turn into the crazy and what brought her there and the mom. And I think you were supposed to hate you know all these characters and now you kind of know what's going to happen in the next what forty years. When does X takes place? Like seventy seventy nine. Yeah. So you're like so it makes a lot of sense to me. I just I would have liked more. That's that's that my only gripe. That's the only thing that keeps it from a you know like a, a five for me. But. Um, but I just, I enjoyed her crazy turn. I enjoyed her screaming at that guy in the, the farmhouse. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, <laughs> you know, all the stuff crazy, with, man. Yeah. The fucking, like, once oh. she just decides like, okay, I'm gonna start killing people. Like that's it. You know what I mean? And, uh, when X happens, you find that guy in the basement and stuff. Right. And I would like to see like, when did they decide to start doing? Yeah. Like stuff? what's going on? Like, is this a normal, you know, she needs to be satiated that way right. every couple months. Is she the fucking, new Jeepers I think Creepers? So, like, she talks about like, you know, having the miscarriage and fucking, you know, killing and how good it makes her feel. And maybe he's like, well, in order to keep her, I need to sacrifice, sacrifice because they people. roll dudes car and him into that water. Well, she yeah. does it. It's reminiscent of, in X where they come across that car in the water. So right. it's like how many fucking cars are buried in that little river with the alligators. Right. You know, and it's like there is like I said there's so much more between 1918 and 79 that we don't get to see that I think would be very interesting to And explore. maybe he's saving that. Maybe it's I, be you a, never know, yeah, but there's there's, there's definitely a more intriguing story there yeah. than what we're kind of getting right now. Mm. Like I'm so. I'm interested to see what they do with Maxine, this third movie that they're going to do in 85, but I honestly don't care enough about her character from X to see what happened to her after the fact. I don't. Like, I, I do feel this story should be between you know, the Pearl and X. But, you know, I, I'm gonna give it a chance because honestly, I loved X enough and I enjoyed this to a point enough to give this third movie 
uh, an open mind, and I, I'm I'm actually excited to see it. Like, yeah, good for I, you for getting a fucking trilogy out when people can't get one fucking movie on the on the screen I, anymore. I think Mia Goff is gonna be cast in a lot of stuff now. Like, she's she's, she's been cool. a lot of like random indie stuff. Um, I think she she she's uh, the ma the mother of uh, Shia LaBeouf's kid, so she the, she's with him. Really? Yeah, they met on Nymphomaniac, I believe. I want to so see that. We're gonna have to pick that for the show one day. There's like I think two, two parts. parts. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to just do a double feature. That'll be a that'll be a fun one to talk about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess they met on the set of that, so they were kind of together and married. She had a baby. They broke up, and then they kind of reconciled. So he's kind of back with her again. She's a weird so actress because like, I feel yeah, she was in the remake of Suspiria. Yep. Um, she's attractive but in a weird way to me like she's like especially oh, in Pearl think, she's got this she's super attractive well there's scenes where it looks like she has no eyebrows so I'm sitting there going why don't you have eyebrows and then she does and it's weird but she's got these high cheekbones and when she's got that big right bright red makeup on and like I said the saturation is turned way up like I really enjoyed the when she went to audition in the church like it turned into like a song and dance number yeah, and then she's just cool. like I did it this is the best I can do you fucking hire me and they're like nah <laughs> I know, I know. It hurt. Nah, and she just, I thought she was just going to like go away and then like freak out. But no, she broke down on stage. And then it leads into like that scene that you were talking about where her and Mitzi are at the table. And Mitzi's like, oh, you can be honest. Just tell me what you would tell Howard. And then she just, like, legit for 15 minutes straight, just lays it all out. I've been doing this. I've been doing this. This is the way I feel. I've done this. And then she gets more into it where she's like, you know, I killed mom. I killed dad. I killed this guy. I did this. And then Mitzi's baby. just like, Mitzi's just sitting there going. She didn't kill the baby. She had this kid. Well, yeah. that's what she's saying. Yeah, like, she's just happy it was gone. Yeah, she's happy she it was gone and made her feel good. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, oh, Mitzi's fucking awkward right now. Mitzi's like, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, run, Mitzi, run. <laughs> like, so. you should have got up after the first time she said she killed mom. Like, I'm out. <laughs> and, and mom wasn't even like, she didn't even like really kill her. It was like a an accident that kind of parlayed into well I'm gonna go stuff your burnt ass into the fucking basement, die bitch die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but then there was like that, you know, like she, she went and hugged her and was thinking about her singing and stuff about well, she, she just wanted a different what she's life. doing and you know yeah, but weird. she can't like stop herself. Dearest. Well, you could yeah. see the quick turn that she did when she was making that weird fucking dance scene with the scarecrow and she kisses the scarecrow, which by the way, scariest looking fucking scarecrow I've I ever know, seen. I know, I thought it was a real like, I, I thought, thought it was, was going to come to life. I'm like, I, Shit, I was waiting for it. This it thing is going to fucking open. I, yeah, I was freaking out. And she kisses it and then immediately flips to I'm fucking married, you know, yeah. she's she flips out and I'm like, "Oh, she crazy." Yeah, <laughs> like, well, I mean, like even worse than I thought. She should be crazy living in this fucking life. So this is okay, so I know it's going to be hard for the audience to put themselves in this position, but you have to imagine there's a pandemic out there <laughs> and people are wearing masks <laughs> everywhere. That was actually very and uh, and uh, people are uh, segregating and then, you know, you have to, you know, quarantine and stuff like that. So I know that's hard to really feel and think about, but <laughs> yeah, you really got to put yourself in these people's shoes and, and <laughs> kind of separate reality. And dude, I just thought it was ironic. It was, it was legit. Just like it, they, they took everything from now and then they're like, well, if we set this here, it could be a, an allegory of how we live our lives now. And I'm just sitting there going, I get it. it right on the nose, man. Mom's all freaked out. You're going to have to go quarantine because you went to a movie and you could get me sick and right. the fuck out of the house. And It sounds like you liked it more than you, you thought. You there's did. parts that I really enjoyed. And like I said, it's a beautiful movie. Like, I, I can't stress this enough. Like, it's a gorgeous, and I love the way they did it. I, I think making it a song and dance number from the 40s and just bright and shiny and pretty, even though it takes place in 1918, I think made this movie fun to watch. I just think the story was not what I wanted from it. Okay. And, and you know, it's, it is what it is. It happens. And again, you know, she did a great job. I just don't feel like there was enough there to really do anything. That's like fair. it didn't get good until like two thirds into the movie for me. And by that time, I'm just like already checked out. I mean, dipshit already ruined Clerks Three. This <laughs> yeah, he was the same guy from last <sighs> week. Fuck. Decides to come and sit and right next same row, same row. But that was before the kids were uh, violently beating themselves up. A whole also, row, dude. Also, like, I'm gonna get. What were they? Seven? I don't know. Like, I don't Who sells these kids' movie tickets to this I, movie? I'm gonna get controversial here. You hate uh, white people. These, Gotta go. 12-year-olds were dressed like slutty, and I'm assuming it's to turn people on. But I can tell you something. It did not. 
Aaron's like, me, I was not turned on. I wanted to grab them by the ear and take them to their this is this is your like, dad. This is this, dad Aaron talking. This is what you uh, thought was acceptable. To well, they were all they were all at the concession stand when we came out of Clerks Three, <laughs> and they were acting like assholes. Completely, they were, assholes. I mean, yelling, screaming, throwing popcorn at the concession stand at each other. We go into the theater, the worst, and they're the worst. all in the fucking back of the theater. And, and this and, theater was small. Like back of the theater, yeah. You, like there's four rows. Like there's four rows, a gap, and then there's a four rows in front of us. So this is a very small theater. So when you say back of the theater, you're talking literally right behind us. So, yeah. this so, whole time. so Dad Jordan is like pissed. I'm not, already mad not, from the last. Not one. gonna happen. He gets up, walks out, then the fucking the movie guy comes Tells in, stand, stands up against oh, the wall, straight up narc on there. <laughs> I, w- I don't care. I would have walked in with my half-eaten hot dog and pointed right at their fucking dumbass faces if I. Dude, had they to were it. like slamming on chairs they were like wrestling in the back of the row because it was either turn and around like, and yell at their fucking asses and embarrass Aaron or do the right thing and oh, just get somebody in charge it's all good that's why I told you to go get somebody if the oldest one was them, maybe 15 or 16 to, to maybe to, to be honest when it's stuff like that as long as before the movie I would have I would have said something been like dude are you serious this is a fucking movie because well, I, I didn't do but that you could shit. almost see the progression that if they're doing it this much now they're right. gonna do it during the movie and, they're and not good, they're not here to see this they and, just want to be out yeah they wanted to be with their girls 16 year old sluts. yeah dude they were dressed so wild it was I know. the and wildest I, thing I've dude, ever one seen one of them I, I looked know, at and I go what is she 10 and yeah. I, don't, I don't know and if I've had, told you before I have kids and um, dude caked on with makeup belly shirt and I'm like, all I can think of is like, this is meant to attract someone. Like, this it's going to attract the wrong podcast. person. Talking about I don't care. with the young Listen folk. to me. <laughs> Listen to me, folks out there. <laughs> Stop letting your kids dress like this. It was, and I don't want to hear that, well, they can do whatever they want. You know? no. Like, no. No. It's inappropriate. You're not leaving my house. It's inappropriate way. because I promise you, that between the three of us, we're sitting there like, what the fuck? Some predator is going to grab them because they're not. Yeah, able he was to help laughing them. next to Scott this time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised, dude. That guy was creepy as shit. But, but they bailed. Yeah. I mean, half of them bailed in the first five minutes of the movie. Well, yeah, all of them. Yeah, bailed. one and of the guys had all to check kind his of. Well, or something. the two the two girls came different. down and sat next to him. They came down. They were with that group. They yeah, were. They awesome. hung for about half that movie. They and were. Then they were there for most of it. Bounced. But, and the, the funny thing is, they started talking and laughing and stuff like that. And I'm already over on the far end, yeah. hearing it annoyed. And I'm sitting there going, I really want to yell at them. I want them out of here. But they're between Scott and t- laughing guy. Laughing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hoping they're pissing him off. Like I'm, I'm like, I want him He's to like, be annoyed. Hey! <laughs> I'm alone. I'm trying to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm alone. <laughs> During Pearl, like he's even doing that, like. There's no laugh out loud funny parts of this movie. There's some funny situations. Oh, French porn. Oh, fuck that, dude. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, it was a weird, weird movie. But uh, I'm going to say this, and I said it last week. Uh, Fuck you, (laughs) um, Gilbert Regal. I'm never going to you again. Yeah, fuck. Just kidding. There's probably something. Yeah, I probably want to go see Donald Dead there. Um, (laughs) Anyways. You're going to have to drag me there. So, Scott, what did we watch this week? Hold on. What'd you give Pearl? Oh, uh,. I gave it three and a half. Okay. So I, yeah, I, I rated it last night. I gave it a three and a half because I did want to see more of like the Howard and her, but I thought Mia Goff was so fucking good that it's it's, I, I it's think, high up on my list of the year. I do think ending so, it the way they did though, with him walking in, going, "What the fuck is going yeah. on here?" and she's just like, "Honey, I'm all you're home," and then just big dumb smile, and then she holds it. And we left during the credits, and she probably would have kept that going for another three. Well, or four she does. Minutes. She was changing her face throughout the. Oh no, she was straining. It. Like she's like, eh, well, she's straining, and then, like, and then her eyes get red, and then she starts tears coming down, but she's still holding the smile, you know. And it just, I mean, it just encapsulates coming home the and fucking then, like, crazy. Mama wonder, and Dada are just dead at the table. There's a I, I'm gross pig. She's like, honey, you're home. If he stays and kind of embraces it because he's afraid of death, or yeah. he's fucked up because of the war. Yeah, so and that's why I Maybe feel like kind there's of so like much a, story. Well, that and where else does he go? Yeah. yeah, where else does he go? Back Turn to his mom. Turn to page five. You know, I mean, he's he's yeah. got the house. Yeah, but there. T- what what happened to Mitzi? I know what I mean. Like they don't. Chopped up. I know. Well, that was that was. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't. I didn't need all the blood and guts and gore. And then that little sequence at the end where she's staging the the tableau with the parents and chopping up Mitzi and like doing all the shit. It, I'm like, this is fucking I like great. That, that it cuts away from most of the horror stuff, and then at the end, it's just like, nope. Watch her chop we're, off. We're her gonna head. chop Mitzi's chop. head off, and yeah. there goes her arms, and Torso. she's going into the fucking gator farm. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, not joining that fucking church group. Nope. 
So um, I would say it's a two and a half for me. Just middle ground. I think X is a superior movie to this. They're very different. Like this is a polarizing movie, but if you walked out and held both in your hand, I'd say let's watch X. But I wouldn't be opposed to watching Pearl again. Yeah. No, Pearl, I'm going to give it a chance again. Just maybe because I was in such a bad mood from most of the night. I would like, I'm already bought X. I'm hesitant to buy. There's like German 4Ks out there and stuff like that, and I've been looking at eyeballing them. Well, now that you know there's a trilogy, I'm wondering. Do if you want to wait? Come, that's what I'm wondering. That's I don't know, but I. That's the, the same problem time with I buying buy, shit. <laughs> I want to buy Pearl and watch the commentary. Like I want to hear what he has to say about it. Yeah, because apparently it's a lot of like horror people that like were in on it. So, um, I don't know. What'd you give it, Scott? The movie itself is probably about a two and a half. Fuck. I think with her acting in it. <laughs> It, put, two and a half it pushes it to about a three. I think I think she does carry a lot of this movie where if it wasn't for her acting, I don't think this movie would have been as good. No, anybody else in that role, this wouldn't have been yeah. remotely close. So it's, it's probably like, you know, I mean, like I say, a soft three. Cool. All right. And then what is our movie for the week, Scott? So wrapping up the uh, double header, we're going to get uh, Fuck you for this. Gary Cooper, a very young and... Vibrant college Vibrant Gary Cooper playing I'm Lou playing Gehrig. Ni- I'm playing a 19-year-old. I'm 58 <laughs> years old. From 1942, the pride of the Yankees. Tangled foot? The story of an American hero. Cheered and idolized by millions. A symbol of courage and true sportsmanship. The Pride of the Yankees, a strange and fascinating drama in the real life of a man. His hopes, his dreams. In a nationwide poll, millions of Americans voted one man to play the coveted role. That man, Academy Award-winning Gary Cooper. Teresa Wright is the woman who loved and understood him. Gary, I think I could learn to like you. Walter Brennan, Dan Durier, the Sultan of Swat, Babe Ruth, and there's Velos and Yolanda, and Ray Noble and his internationally famous orchestra. Well, you've been out with me four days in a row, and you're out with me here tonight, and, well, isn't that what best girls do? The babe's gonna try for a home run, but it's not for the crowd. I'll tell you something the crowd doesn't know anything about. This one's gonna be for a little boy in a St. Louis hospital. And I owe you from the Sultan of Swat to a little crippled kid. Will he pay it? Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. That was, so, yeah, that was the only weird part. Well, not the only bit. Not the only weird part, but the one glaring weird part is that Gary Cooper is, I don't know, what was he, 44, 45 in this he's movie? In his 40s, yeah. Uh, late 40s. Mid and he's, late 40s. he's playing a college kid. He's supposed to be playing a college-level Lou Gehrig. Well, yeah, Lou Gehrig, the, the story starts off as Lou Gehrig is a kid, and then they fast-forward a little bit to college-era Lou Gehrig, so you're thinking 1819, and this man is pushing 45. And he looks it. <laughs> like, and I'm like, he's not even selling. I'm like, 19. I can suspend some disbelief here because the one thing that I do sometimes hate in movies is when they cast somebody as a younger version of someone that looks nothing. That like looks him. nothing like the person is going to look. I mean, we could you can at least kind of come close, give us something similar, but they're just like, nope, you're doing. It. Well, it's like movies like uh, I watched uh, when we uh, I watched Uncharted. I know I saw that different from you. That's guys. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, there was a moment where it's like <laughs> Uncharted. This kid is like probably what twelve, and then fast forward to like nineteen year old Tom Holland. I'm sorry, Completely between twelve way. and nineteen, you're not going to drastically change your face that Did you much. See Uncharted with me? You two yes. went. I was down in Tucson at the time, and I, I saw don't even it. Fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I do not care about that movie. But that one actually wasn't bad. That's it what I said. Bad. I remember because I was down in Tucson training, and I saw it watch. like on a Thursday, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? As, oh, as shitty as it now. was going to be looking, Did I, we go I to the enjoyed Regal? it." No, yeah, because you wanted the Batman shit. Remember, that's when you got your bucket. No, we saw it at Cinemark. That's right. Somehow. Because I got the cup. 
Yeah, right. I saw the cover. So, um, but yeah, that movie was such a glare. Like, like I said, you don't change that much between Twelve and Pump Tom Holland. <laughs> like, it, yeah. like no, and yeah. No, Gary Cooper yeah, is no, not 19. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, he's not. But, I mean, so essentially this movie breaks down to a two-hour movie of snooze Lou, fest. Lou Gehrig. Oh, my God. So Aggressively nice snooze fest. Sugar-coated you're, you're You're kind of – it's – this is the one problem I did have with the movie is that it does kind of just glaze over everything. So it takes his life from a young child all the way to the point where he makes his famous speech – and it packs it into two hours. So you get kind of a, a just a brush of everything. And I I wanted a little bit more of the baseball end of it because obviously, I mean, I like the baseball movies. You got a lot about his marriage yeah. and a lot of like him, you know, coming up through baseball and, you know, his personality and how he was like, he wasn't even kind of the guy until, you know, the other guy got hurt and yeah, he got a- beaned in the head and then he got in and then that's where you get... Which is again hey, a huge part of the story is the streak. He Here's was another pratfall. He was the Iron Horse man. Two thousand, two thousand, like one hundred thirty-six games or something like that. That, that stood for fifty-five years in baseball. Was it a uh, Nolan Ryan? No, it was no, Cal, it was Ripken, Cal Jr. Ripken Jr. That beat it, but he beat it by like a hundred games. I mean, it's just it's oh yeah, he, a, a fifty-five-year record, man. I mean, it's those are the things that's like baseball, but this was kind of more about his relationship, I think, with his wife. Because even when we get to the end of it oh, with no. the ALS, you only really get a just a snippet of it because he's like, he kind of he's feeling oh, like they, he's not right, and then he falls off a stool, and then there's really not much. He's kind of rubbing his hands, but they don't they don't really kind of touch. No, like on it two as, hour as movie, much. and they fit literally Lou Gehrig's disease and ALS into the last fifteen minutes. Uh, yeah, They're like by the way, he's sick. Done. <laughs> like it, they they sugarcoated a lot of this, and I think this is the problem when you make a biopic so close to the events that happened, especially in the '40s. They weren't going to present the gritty side of fucking Lou Gehrig. No. They weren't. They just were not to the point of because this came out what 1942. You had a dance number. In the middle of this movie, I that it was didn't belong. To bring out, like, break out and dance. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it's not even like the characters dancing. You literally like, oh, and uh, here's a uh, Glenn Miller's uh, fun, fun time band, and then it's like you watch like a serious like dance number that didn't belong here, and it's just it's a product. It's such a product of its time. I enjoyed the first part, like maybe the first third of the movie and the last third of the movie, the middle of the movie with kind of going over his relationship and Did you getting, foot? getting married is kind of it, it kind of was like I'm like oh, okay boring boring but the first part of it where he's like coming up and it's talking about like him getting into baseball yeah. and then the end of it kind of playing with the Yankees and stuff you love his love that with his mother Aaron fucking hated it. I, he said it was I, a sl- he said it's the quote slog unquote so a slog fest. It's a slog fest. I didn't think so. I well, didn't think it was that slow. That's because you're old man. Because in this movie I get one of the best moments as a baseball fan when they're in the locker room. Is it the part where it was slow? Fucking the other part where Babe slow? Ruth Dave. walks in the door, dude. I got the j- most giant smile on my face to hear Babe Ruth talk and to see him on screen. I was talking to Jordan about this, and you never really saw it. Like when you see mm-hmm. stills, you see black and whites, you see him playing, you see him like talking with people. It's all like silent stuff. To see him on screen, that's like a baseball lover's dream to see the most iconic baseball player it was, on screen. I, I gotta saw say it was him very in the Sandlot. He comes out and he's like, hey. Eh, not that same guy. That's not Babe Ruth. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. That wasn't Babe wait, Ruth. Wait, was that John Goodman? No, it was not. I was going to say, what? That wasn't John Goodman. Was <laughs> John, John Goodman played Babe Ruth in a not, movie. Not in the Sandlot. Not oh, in the, the sand Babe. Lot. In the Babe. Yeah. I've seen that one, yeah. actually. You um, should jerk off to it. <laughs> You're gonna jerk off to the babe, dude. Uh, I'm the same way. Like yeah. I, I, I may not have been totally into this movie, but to see Babe Ruth walking around, talking, acting, being in this movie, especially th- literally two, maybe three years removed from living these events with Lou Gehrig, yeah. that's actually very impressive. Like. To say, we're going to make this movie. Also, I know you just dealt with this. You just cried at his fucking funeral. Yeah. You cut the line. You 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 wept over his open casket. Hey, do you want to be in the fucking movie? 
how do you fucking ask Babe Ruth to do that? And for him to say, yeah, sure. Yep. I got to pay some gambling debts. <laughs> you He's know? probably like, yeah, it's going to be boring. And that's boring. But it kind of it shows something like, so when he visits that kid in the hospital, oh, that was Babe great. Ruth is there for the publicity. Oh, for sure. He's fucking there for the publicity. The whole time I was watching that part, all I could think of was Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld. Yeah. Where he's like, Kramer, do you think they could hit three home runs? <laughs> oh, and then he comes back and he's dead. And he's like, oh my God. Because was he trying to get the, like, the signed photo back? Yeah. Like it was Mr. Pete, uh, yeah. Peterman's or something like that. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I love that because then it's like, all right, well, you know, get get good well, kid. And he's like, oh, you know, Mr. Garrick, I also like you. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll hit one. Can you hit two? I'm right. like, shit. Yeah. He's like, all right. Now, I think uh, this, much like Eight Men Out, was a very on-the-surface mm. history of Lou Gehrig. This was just sugar. Like, it was nothing but sugar. Even there's a point where I thought... And I told you guys this before. When I thought shit was about to turn, the wife was, you know, has his manager. It was like a traveling like reporter that followed Babe. I mean, not Babe, but Lou Gehrig. The entirety of his career, kind of a friend. He goes over and he's not home yet. And she goes, "Oh, I know where he's at." And she she's playing it up. And he goes, "No, oh, he's a swell guy. He's a stand up guy. He would never do that. Yeah, he'd he, never do he's that. He's true blue and all this shit." And she's like, "I'm gonna go confront him. Wait, you're gonna you know where he's at? You're gonna go confront him? No, I'm coming with you." And they're riding the car and she's just selling it. She's just fuming. like fuming, fuming, fuming. They pull up and Lou Gehrig is literally umpiring a fucking kid's Sandlot game, and the guy is just like, "Oh shucks." And I'm like, "Fuck you! I thought you were gonna like walk in on like Lou Gehrig, you know." tramping around with some chick and i'm like this movie's too fucking sweet like there's there's just no like even like i said even they they gloss over the als and i'm just like okay <laughs> and it's i, I mean get it. and, and his biggest part of his career is actually obviously that the speech at the end yes i mean and, and it's been replicated in tons of you know movies where people like reference it you know today 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 right I consider myself self. You know, they do the right. whole thing, man. And it's that even went super quick. Like, they kind of just glossed over it. I know they changed it, it yeah. and kind of cut it for the movie, but it just happened so fast that it was like, okay, I retired. I'm done. Movie credit. Well, I'm yeah. wondering, like, <laughs> did they film that the way they normally film it, or did they superimposed footage? Because the way it looked, it almost looked like green screen. And I know green screen wasn't really a thing then. It was like he's standing probably in front of a movie screen. That there was, was a lot of movie in. screen, like when the cops were like <laughs> that going scene. to pull him over. And you pull could over, see they like, were wee. like next to a movie screen, you know, doing it. Right. No, I expected Mark, wee, uh, <laughs> Groucho Marx to be in a sidecar getting left. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like that whole the speech scene kind of felt like they had done that in front of like old footage because... I can't imagine Babe Ruth refilming that moment. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they probably had it there, and, you know, there were things in the movie that was, you know, like I said, they were really cool. It's neat to see the history of it. I, like, there was that bracelet, like I said last night, that, that he gave his wife in the movie was the exact bracelet that he gave his wife in real life, and the wife let the studio use it. Things like that are cool. Like, yeah. I think yeah. behind the scenes and story of things... It sucks that it's far more interesting than what I watched, but I liked it. Like it, it, it kind of suffers the same thing as last Did week's you? movie, where it wants you to you you kind of if you take it at face value, it's okay. When you start deep diving it, yeah, it makes it way more interesting because now you're getting all the information. It, it's a springboard to do more research. Right. Did you do the ice bucket challenge after you watched it. Oh yeah, it's just like, <laughs> you know, I wanted to to keep myself awake. Well, and what it does is, is it I makes me it makes me. Uh, so much. realize like oh you know he had ALS and god we still haven't figured that shit out but they didn't <laughs> even they that's what it, and, and I was talking to Aaron about this yesterday because I actually worked with a guy who contracted this and had episodes while he was working and he would it. just I, I mean just for an example like one day I'm like I'm working and I hear this thud behind me and I look over and he's laying on the ground and he's like no no I'm cool I'm cool man it's like I'll, I'll get myself up you don't really get that whole how bad it is in the movie no when i mean it is a crippling disease that just overtakes your body and it does it super quick to a point where within inside of a year man this guy was gone right 
you know, so I mean, all you get is him falling off a stool. You get well, him kind of rubbing like, his oh, hands. My, my shoulders hurt. I'm, yeah. It must be. I must have done something. He never he, saw Spider Man No Way Home. Well, <laughs> the problem is, um, you know, he notoriously, and this is again, this is not even in the movie. This is the stuff that you have to like deep dive on. He was notorious for playing through injuries and playing through being sick because you know you don't leave that streak. He was so devoted right. to playing, he would he would play with broken fingers. He would be playing sick and stuff like that. So, it that's what you know when he's like, oh, I must have tweaked my shoulder. That's why he kept playing. Like you know, he wasn't gonna let it stop him. And shit, I my think, shoulder hurts. Should I? Fuck, I'm always tired. ALS. Yeah, Dump a I, bucket I mean, of yeah. ice water in your head. <laughs> that will be, be good. Cure my fucking shoulder. At <laughs> least be numb. So. Um, like the scene where he falls off the thing, like his his buddy in the the dugout is like, yeah, don't don't pick him up. And right. I'm just like, is it because he was too? And proud, you kind of wonder why? Or are they trying not to yeah. make a big deal out of it? Because you know, at some point they kind of start to turn on him when they start losing games because he's not hitting as well or he's not making the plays, and they're like, fuck, he's 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 fucking us up. And to the point where one guy in the dug, you know, in in the what was the clubhouse is bad mouthing him before he comes back in and the other player just fucking decks him puts him on the ground and he's like what's going on here oh he's talking out of turn <laughs> and i'm just like what a fucking old way of saying he's fucking running his mouth yep. like, i love it i'm gonna start using that from now on as he's hey, talking out of turn talking out of turn yeah just punch him um, in the face. i'm glad you guys had a lot to talk about because <laughs> i he was falling asleep I talking about fucking it. hated this movie i watched it at 6 a.m uh and I was well up, and there was nobody to bother me, and I threw it on. I actually watched it on YouTube. I yes. did, too. And yep. uh, I, it was too nice. I didn't, there was nothing going on. Nothing happens. He, yeah, we get it. You're a nice dude, and you get ALS, and, but who cares? You didn't like how the mom was so against baseball, and then I, later on she was, like, naming stats off, like, you know, this is this. and this is that it was a weirdly inappropriate relationship with I his guess mom? I guess that's how his mom was in real life. Like, she would you know my she best chased gal. fucking like, people Jesus. away from him in his life. And yeah. I, I just, I I don't know what your guys' obsession is with these boring-ass baseball movies. Like, <laughs> it's baseball. Uh, okay, well, there's better movies out there. Please I like them. historical drama, like, pure um, pieces. Like, I love that kind of stuff. It's part of history, man. Lou. Fucking Babe Ruth. I think, I, I love that it's not even about between, Babe Ruth. Shut I know, the hell up. but you get Babe Ruth. I mean, for and it's sake. not like you know John Goodman playing Babe. That Babe fucking Ruth. And yeah. <laughs> do you know him personally? Like it's, it's like Eight Men Out was filmed with shoeless Joe Jackson. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like or you know you see a movie that has that real person in there. Like it's just it lends to something kind of almost iconic. It, it may not be a good movie, but you got to see fucking Babe Ruth. Like that's neat. <laughs> okay. So what'd you give it? Uh, for me, uh, again, way too fucking sweet. Really glossed over some shit. I think some of it is more interesting. The behind the scenes, especially Gary Cooper doing this as a favor to the fucking studio. He didn't want to be in it. He doesn't like baseball. Never went to a baseball, baseball game. He they had to teach him how to play baseball. In one scene, they had to reverse his jersey and have him run to third because I guess Lou Gehrig was a lefty and he's a righty. So in one scene, they had to reverse everything to make it uh, look like he's you know hitting left and running the first and all this shit. And then later they fixed it with training, but he's just <laughs> he didn't it, it, he felt it felt watching him play baseball felt awkward. awkward. Yeah. The weird shit just he would do and the way he held his bat just even for a uninitiated baseball person like myself just found fault in it it was so awkward um two and a half you know it's just it's it's neat for what it was i love old movies i loved seeing babe ruth but as far as story goes i've i don't think i could ever watch it again yeah i mean i i kind of feel the same way i think that again it glossed over a lot of that information and tried to pack it all into two hours the movie itself is a two and a half it's a three because of Babe Ruth, mm. but the movie itself is a two and a half. Like I said, Babe Ruth comes on screen. I fucking grinned like a fucking 10 year old when well, I saw Babe Ruth. Like it was for, no, if, you're, like a if you're a baseball fan and you have not seen this movie, I recommend I just watching it just to see Babe Ruth in no. the movie. And I think that's why people regard this as such a great movie is that if you're a real baseball fan, yes. you hold these legacy players as gods of the sport to so to see not only the story of Lou Gehrig you know as, as it is seeing Babe Ruth 
would be like holy shit that's it's like being a part of history and yeah. you're just watching it on screen it's neat like it's i can see that it's really cool okay all right give uh, it to me there's nothing to give to you give you, it to me you guys like it for different reasons <laughs> than i hate it i did not like this movie this does not resonate at all with me i like old movies you know this uh black and white even better this movie was fucking sugar-coated popsicle in in a pantheon of fucking baseball movies. I don't care that Babe Ruth is in it. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? He has like two seconds of dialogue. I don't care about him. No, he's great. He's part he's of the like great hat, the, chew, he was hat the chewing movie. scene of the fucking train. <laughs> like, that was great. Yeah. Eat the straw hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my hat? Lou Gehrig's eating it. Yeah, I know. They, ooh, <laughs> take, take two a, bites, take fatty. Two, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I just I don't want to get those. Straw I don't hats. get. I don't get your mindset when it comes to this shit. It's not good. It's very bad. It's people like it. That's cool. You like it. That's cool. I do not like it. I thought there were some really weird film like things going on in here with the him being a nineteen year old. It's like we can't. We don't have the budget to hire a real nineteen year old and make this like a three act thing. He has to be. He has to go from small kid to Gary Cooper. And, and I was just. That's one of my smallest gripes, but it was boring. It's a boring fucking movie. It, <laughs> you know what happens? He dies. You do the ice bucket challenge. It's still going on today. You know who? Make a Steve Gleason movie. How about that? You know who that is? No. Uh, he's the guy who blocked the kick and and from the Saints, and then he got ALS and dead yes. now. I, well, I, I, it's I, the Saints. No one cares about yeah. the Saints. <laughs> That's fine. But it was after Katrina. It was a big deal. So <sighs> it's a one. And it's not has nothing to do with you, but it does make me excited that your streak is finally over because I was so tired of you fucking with you. Uh, you guys and you guys weren't the, that favorable. The real before. men over here can have a the baseball real, conversation. The real men, the real men, <laughs> suck it. Watch Jandy, Jandy, Randy Johnson pitch more fucking hit more seagulls or some shit. I, I, I don't that care. That was great. Another great moment in baseball <laughs> history. Baseball's boring. It's not America's pastime. Fuck baseball! It's boring. See the Ichiro stuff the other, the, like the other week where the, they got Christ. that chick here's back. There's the fucking yep. baseball podcast. Yep. Uh, again, not into baseball, but I think moments like that are kind of baseball cool. is full of fantastic moments. Oh, there's a lot of shit moments, but yeah, yes. there are moments where it's like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's now that that fucking is over. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening to the baseball podcast. Uh, we are going to be moving right into Oktoberfest Superthon. We got the Ooh, snack Superthon. show. We got the snack show coming up, and then we are doing the October double feature horror fest. Blah. We might throw some new stuff in there. I think we got a, a uh, guest coming on this month too, and uh, we'll get into all that later. Right now, we just got to figure out how we're going to do these shows. Um, <laughs> so we'll get it done. Double feature, I go first. We are going with Terrifier. What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? Do you really think someone slashed my tires? Well, he knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey, handsome! Cut it out. My friend wants your number. Kill you. What is it, Tara? Dawn and I are sort of stranded. She has a flat tire and no spare, and I was kind of hoping you could pick us up. gonna hack me up into little pieces or something? Which none of us have seen, and I find that surprising. To be yes. very surprising. Not to look at I have never heard anybody not shut the fuck up about this movie. <laughs> so I'm hoping that does not ruin my experience because honestly. 
I uh, have seen the clown. Seen, like every yeah. time I watch any like top ten or horror movie things, villain wise, they're always showing this motherfucker. Yeah, and it's like. Okay, why haven't I seen this? And I'm seeing people get fucking tattoos of this guy. And For how, the love of God, hopefully there's no baseball in it. Great. There's there's ba- I will fucking... <laughs> I'll fight myself. Tell them um, that we didn't write that baseball horror movie. And the I'm going to find one. And the second movie is The Wailing. Sure, anything about that film? I know. God, I hope it's a whaling movie. It's about the Japanese. <laughs> I think it is Just Japanese whale boats. It is uh, from 2016, and it is a. Uh, I think you're gonna have to read, Scott. Sorry, South Korean horror film. Oh, okay. Written I'm, I'm and directed a... by Na Hong Jin and starring Kwak Don Wan. I, I love when we pick these movies because I just have to read the names. I want. I love when he just butchers them. <laughs> like, it makes them? me. So, I don't know, but it just sounds like almost offensive when you say them. And, uh, and I know you're not even trying. <laughs> yeah, he made some. He's made some other stuff that not, nothing I've ever like sat down to watch. But um, hey, do you see, they're uh, putting Old Boy back in the theater yeah. next year. Are they really? They're remastering oh, it, baby. 4K, and putting it in the theater. Well, I have the 4K. I know, but they're redoing yeah, it. Yeah, we have to see it. What? There's that baseball battery or batter boy. There's okay. one that says battery. Okay. You're not going to just pick fucking baseball movies all the time now just I'm to fucking pick it. No, you're th- not. This is his uh, old time war movie. <laughs> He's just going to do baseball movies. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> and Terrifier is from 2016. It stars Jenna Cannell, Samantha Scafidi. I don't know how to say these names. Directed by Damien Leone. And yeah, it's I've like I said, I've always seen it come across lists. It looks like he's done some crazy stuff. Like there's a movie called All Hallows Eve and it looks like the Terrifier Clown. Nice. So I don't know if this is based off of a short film he made or anything like that. Now, we'll... did you check beforehand whether these movies are accessible to anybody Terrifier but your is... shelf? <laughs> Terrifier is on Shutter. I know that because I had I'm to sure... pay for Scott's movie the last time. No, I'm not just kidding. What movie? No, nah, what the movie did I pay for? Be... I paid for yours. It was Aaron's movie, the Last Picture Show. And yeah, I'm, I had to pay for it too. We're gonna relax. It's three dollars. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Did you check? <laughs> no, actually, I didn't. So, did you check for your movies? Yeah, both oh, of them are well, available. Aaron's like, I want to pick this Korean movie that you can't even fucking find. <laughs> we literally have to go to like the fucking uh, what is it, the Asian Mart on Dobson? Yeah, and did they go cruise that? It's on Tubi. Okay, so, well, that's the best way to watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. You mind? I don't mind. Uh, so that's what we got coming up. Um, as always, you can. Email us at watchitlaterpodcast.com. Not I'll watch it later because that's too many letters. That's way too many letters. But watchitlaterpodcast at gmail.com. Give us a call. Give us a call. Give us a uh, email. I think Give me your phone number. Beth Clark, <laughs> she emailed us, and we'll get to that email next week during the snack show. Well, if yeah, you want to email us, and maybe we'll let you call in and talk with us. Yeah, you can call us. I don't give a fuck. Look, <laughs> we're running short on content. Someone, please call no, us. No, we're not. I'm no, no, we're we got so, so much to talk about. We have so much to talk about. It's just Scott decided to pick the most boring movie of all fucking time. So. Oh. Um. Anyways, it's probably the worst movie we've ever picked. No, we've no. had worse. Negative. Anyways, uh, all Not right. <laughs> As always, I'm Aaron. I'm Jordan. And Scott. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Play ball! Da-na-na, da-na-na. <laughs>